In this episode, I talk with Kyle Selenko, who does a full production live stream for the Association of Pickleball Professionals. Kyle discusses the challenges of both pickleball and live streaming for the Pro Tour. He has a great perspective on the growth of pickleball, including his two very ambitious goals for the sport and what it will take to achieve them. So let's get to the intro to hear more from Kyle. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Kyle Selenko. Welcome, Kyle. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great that you could join. Zane Navitrol is a, a friend of yours, and he was nice enough to recommend that you come on the podcast. So I really appreciate that. And to get started, I know I want to always start with somebody's background and how they get into pickleball, because I think everybody really always has an interesting story. So tell me a little bit about how and when you started. So actually, today is my four-year anniversary of starting to play pickleball. I like to be a little dramatic and say, because it was, it was a very snowy night in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I was trying to decide if I wanted to go to my local rec department to play the sport called pickleball. And luckily I made the decision just to go, even though I was he and Han, if I should go. And it's just amazing how one decision can really change your life and send it into a different direction. And ever since then, four years ago, that's pretty much all I've done is play pickleball and all my other recreational sports have gone to the wayside. And, you know, it's, it's kind of cool where life can take you. So I'm curious as to why were you heen and hawing over going and playing this game pickleball? Yeah. You know, it's, I consider myself like a, a social introvert. So, you know, it kind of, sometimes I need a little push to go do something and going into a crowd where I don't know anybody and I'm trying to play a sport I've never played before with no racket background or anything. It was a little intimidating, but I, you know, I, I, I pushed myself just to go and, you know, I was addicted from the very first night I, I played. And I just remember after the first day I played, all I did was watch probably like six hours of YouTube videos, trying to figure out, figure out what the strategy was of pickleball. And what did you learn through those videos? Uh, well, I'm a very good I can like when I see something like I can mimic it. So like I was just trying to figure out what the strategy was. Like why were people hitting this little this little shot over the net called the third shot drop and why were people standing at the kitchen line hitting these little shots over the net and so that kind of helped me just right from the beginning and really progress my game is figuring out what shots in the very beginning I should be trying to hit. And then from that like I started instantly started to play the soft game because I really didn't have any type of game, but (laughs) at that time, but I just kept on trying to hit third shot drops and that really propelled me right away and really advanced my skill set. And plus a lot of drilling right in the beginning, just hitting the right shot selection. It progressed my game very quickly. Well, and that's pretty crazy because I know you haven't played long and you didn't have too much of a racket sport background. What level are you playing at now? Yeah, I'm a I'm a five zero player. I could I could play pro events, but you know I'm probably wouldn't finish in. Yeah, I'd probably finish like right in the middle of the pack. You know I can compete at that level, but you won't probably ever see me on the the podium stand. 
it's just, I just don't, I don't know if I'd ever be able to get to that point, but it's, it's fun trying to get there, trying to, trying to make it there, but I don't know if it's in my deck of cards. And so it sounds like you do some other things in pickleball other than playing tournaments. Can you talk a little bit about what else you have going on? Yeah. So, so when I, you know, I love pickleball so much and, you know, I've always tried to figure out, you know, what can I do to try to make pickleball into a living? And, uh, you know, at the time, my girlfriend wanted to, you know, go to these travel to these tournaments and be involved in, in, in pickleball. She played, but she didn't really want to play tournaments at the time. So she started this live streaming on her phone. Some people may know her as live with Lauren, shout out to her. So that kind of got us interested into kind of live streaming. And then we kind of like started like a podcast, just, you know, just to have fun and, and, you know, get into that kind of, get into that kind of, you know, trying to figure out the social media aspect and, you know, trying to find a niche in, in pickleball. And then we were kind of like, you know, why don't we just try to like do a small production and, you know, a cool live stream where we could have multiple cameras and, and on the court. And that kind of led to, you know, us working with the APP tour. And at first I wasn't even, I was just supposed to stream just a second court. I wasn't supposed to be like the featured live streamer or anything, but there was a conflict with the, with the live streamer that they hired. And at the time, like I was not prepared to do a full production live stream and they came to me and they're like, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> and I just, that's cause kind of how, how I operate. You know, I just need to be thrown into the fire and that sense of urgency, I can figure, try to figure things out. And that's now propelled me to a very successful production company and, and live streaming uh, platform. And so did you have a background in doing live streaming or how did you figure out all this camera work? I like to joke. <laughs> I like, I like to tell people cause it's true. Like back in like, the spring of 2019, I could barely plug my iPhone <laughs> into my TV. So I, I had absolutely no background in cameras, audio, live streaming equipment. And so everything I've learned in the last year and a half has been completely self-taught. And like, you know, that's the great thing about, you know, the internet. And, you know, if you just have that drive, like I have a very, my personality is like, once I enjoy something, like it's like full steam ahead. It's like tunnel vision. Like I am relentless in figuring things out. And if you really want to figure something out, this is, you know, you can really figure anything out because the internet literally has any, anything. You, If you want to put the effort and the work into it, like you can figure out how to do almost anything. And it was just hundreds of hours of research and trying just to figure things out. And it, you know, it led me to, you know, where I am today, which, which is, you know, a live streamer for a major professional tour. And so with that live streaming, we talked about kind of the camera work and I know you having multiple cameras and stuff on the court. So you're doing the commentary too, I would imagine. No, I, so this is like, this is, we're trying to make it almost as close to like a actual TV production as we possibly can. So we have a broadcast team. And I'm just responsible for the production. So, you know, I get my, my responsibility is to, there's usually at, at one time we have seven to eight cameras running. I do. And so my responsibility is to switch the cameras from, you know, and during the points, switch between the cameras, 
watch the audio levels, keep the score, update the graphics, make sure all the commercials are ready to go when they need to be ran. So I'm, I, I was a pretty much a one man crew doing this, <laughs> doing this stuff, which is, you know, <laughs> which when I tell people that they're like, no way. But I usually, you know, doing all that stuff, the usually the one thing that really suffers is the scoreboard. So I really get <laughs> roasted about that. But it's it's not only that, and then trying to concentrate for eight hours and, you know, you're going to get screamed at <laughs> if the scoreboard wrong, which it is, you know, a, a, a little bit of the time, just that level of concentration can be a little daunting. But so, yeah, I do all that. And then we have a commentating team that I work with. And so that's this, you know, we're trying to make it as close to like a TV production as possible. Well, that's really crazy. I honestly couldn't even imagine doing all that myself. Are you going to be getting help anytime soon? Yes. So I actually, I actually hired two other people for next year's tour. So someone that's going to be doing some videography work. So some B-roll rolling, rolling some clips in and setting some stories through you know, shooting footage during the tournament. And then he's also going to be doing the graphics during the, during the live stream. And then I have someone that's going to be dedicated just to the scoreboard. So all you people that are always commenting on the live stream, which I don't, I don't blame you. Like I don't take offense to it because, you know, you know, when you're doing all these things, sometimes it's too much and things are going to go through the cracks. There's going to be someone that's going to be just doing the scoreboard. So I'm excited about that. And I, and, you know, I'm, I upgraded some equipment for next year and I'm trying to take it as close as we can to, you know, a production because the ultimate goal is to like my two ultimate goals is to get pickleball on a mainstream television, which we're so far away, still having like ESPN two come in and, you know, with their crew and broadcast it. And then to get the, get, get, get pickleball into the Olympics. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of work that needs to be done to just keep growing the sport. And that's like my ultimate goal. Like when I say like, that's my goal is to grow the sport. Like obviously the making money is, is cool, but like my ultimate goal is to grow the sport of pickleball. Well, that that's amazing. Honestly, I've talked to quite a few people now in pickleball and those are some of the most amazing goals that I've heard. Why do you think pickleball is so far away from kind of becoming mainstream? Like you mentioned. Well, it's so I'm privy to since, since I live stream on Facebook and YouTube, I have a lot of analytics that I can view and it's just in order to get pickleball on to like, someone because imagine like how many viewers you need for like a company like toyota or somebody to be like hey there's enough viewers you know and there's enough audience that like it's worth our bang for our buck to invest in this like right now there's just not enough viewers and audience and eyeballs on the product to warrant a major sponsor to come in and say hey you guys have a hundred thousand people watching this at one time you know we, we want to sponsor you. You know, we set the record for the most people watching at one time, which was 1200 people. And I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of a far cry away from per se, which to try sorry to take this off the sidetrack this a little bit, but this last week or two weeks ago, disc golf was on ESPN two and they were all excited. And I mean, when I go and I look at their, their numbers of how many people play disc golf and, you know, 
they have YouTube channels that their live streamers have 300,000 subscribers. I mean, Pickleball Channel is the largest subscription on YouTube and they have 26,000 people. I mean, we're so far away from that. I, I feel like we're still in the infancy. So my goal is to keep growing the sport because the more we grow the sport and the more people that are involved and more eyeballs that there are on the product, the more money that's going to come into Pickleball, which means there's going to be more people that are going to be able to make money in the game. And that means that the pros are going to be able to get paid more. And, you know, the more it grows, it's just going to help everybody in the long run. So, I mean, that's like my ultimate goal, you know, just to keep the longevity because I've just kind of seen like kind of what's happened in racquetball and, uh, you know, they had a huge following and then it just kind of, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, it was kind of hard to watch. And that's kind of what pickleball too. It's like, it's maybe not as friendly to watch on TV if you don't know what the sport is because it looks very boring and the scoring is kind of hard to, to figure out. So if you had no idea what pickleball actually was and you turned it on, like, I don't know if it's that exciting unless you play it and you know the intricacies of, of the game. Yeah, that's very true. Having been involved in racquetball back in the 80s, it was just something that was never going to take a foothold, but it was also very different because it was, you know, for one thing, very male dominated. A lot of women just didn't like the game, but in pickleball, it's totally different. I mean, you've got people from all ages and, you know, it's probably a fairly even split between men and women playing the game. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I, and I see that with the, with the analytics when, when I look at it, usually the split is very close. It's like 52% male, 48% female watching these live streams. So, I mean, that's very intriguing just to see the split and that the interest is in both, both, both genders, like, like you're saying. Yeah. You know, how, how do you think that pickleball is going to grow to the point where, you know, you've got the viewership like disc golf and that it's going to get to the Olympics. I mean, is that just going to be from, you know, folks like you live streaming and, you know, putting the word out there? Yeah, I, I think it's just, I mean, it's the more awareness you can bring to the sport, the bigger it's going to grow. It's just the problem I'm seeing is that we have a lot of people that are maybe playing, but they don't necessarily invest into maybe watching it like like for example like if i go to my local park where i play pickleball and i ask them hey have you ever heard of ben johns you know major best player in pickleball i guarantee you 95 percent of these players don't even know who ben johns are you know that are playing at my local you know park so my question is is how can we bring awareness to these people that, you know, aren't plugged into, to per se the social media and that involved in pickleball. Like my whole thing is I've been doing a lot of thinking is how, how can we reach these people that are just playing, you know, on a very social level, because that's what a lot of pickleball is right now. It's very social. And how do we bring awareness to, you know, to get them more involved into pickleball because a lot of these players, you know, they just, they just go hitting with their friends and that's where it just ends. So I constantly think about that when I'm, <laughs> when I'm, when I'm at home all by myself. So. Well, that's actually a really good point because I interviewed Scott Moore, who I'm sure you recognize his name a few weeks ago. 
And I said that to a friend who's a pretty good pickleball player. He teaches a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I interviewed Scott Bourne today. And he's, he's like, who? And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's my thing. So, like, with me, it's like social media is such a – like, everyone is on – like, they're – they live, everyone's almost living on their phones now. So this is the tool that we need to leverage to help the really help the sport grow because everyone's, it doesn't matter pretty much your age anymore. Like everyone's either on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, now TikTok. Like this is where I feel like you, we need the like where the game needs to grow and the awareness needs to grow is on social media because people are almost living on their phones these days and on social media. So my whole goal is to keep on pushing out as much content and awareness of pickleball to the masses. And hopefully, you know, it just keeps that's That's what I'm trying to do is put out as much content that people, are, you know, the content has to be good, but you know, as much content as possible, you know, just to try to bring as much awareness to people, especially on social media, because I feel like that's where the platform is that, you know, where we're going to be able to reach the most casual players is on social media. And so go ahead and talk about how you're doing that now and kind of how you anticipate you'll do that in the future. Um, so like, luckily I have a lot of content because, you know, I, I live stream a tour. So, you know, I have a lot of matches and points. And so I've been doing this, trying to post every single day, either a match or or what I call what I've been calling a point of the day, you know, just to, like I say, just to keep on pushing content and just to, the highlight, especially with these points of the day, like some people that really don't know pickleball and they see this they're like, wow, this game is very exciting. It's not just for, you know, old people that maybe has the stigma. So my, my whole goal is like, I just want to keep on putting out content that's pretty low investment that, you know, people don't have to sit down and watch for 30 minutes, you know, a minute clip, you know, of a really good point, I feel has a lot of value in bringing awareness to the game. So that's why I want to do that is, you know, I just want to keep growing the awareness of pickleball and, you know, people's attention spans are so small these days that, you know, it needs to be very quick and to the point and very low investment time of their own time. And I feel that kind of content resonates with a lot of people. Well, that's really cool. And honestly, I would love to have you back like a year from now and just to see how things have changed. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm excited for this 2021. Hopefully we're on the back end of COVID. You know, I'll be traveling the United States and Canada and Europe this year for this live streaming, this pickleball tour. And I'm just I'm super excited for that because I feel like I've really found my niche within pickleball as much as I love to play it. I get such, I get as much of an adrenaline rush when people really enjoy my creativity and my content that I'm putting out like that. That's a much as a dopamine rush rush to me as playing, you know, winning a tournament because like I'm reaching so many people and they're being able to see, you know, my, my creative side of pickleball of what I think pickleball is and how I want to, how I feel like, like my view and how I like to present it. And it's just, I just really, I just, I just, you know, that's, you know, that's, I just really enjoy creating content that people enjoy. 
so that's what my ultimate jo- my ultimate goal is just to keep on creating content that grows the game and you know that people enjoy. Well, that's awesome. One of the things that I did recently was I interviewed Karen Mitchell from Pickleball England. Tell me a little bit about where you're going to be in England and is that associated with the APP? Yeah. So, you know, Karen and I know the gentleman's name is Sam. I forgot it was the last name. They've been doing a really great job of growing pickleball in England. And that's what I've been, I've also been trying to, through social media, post in other countries around the world. But with them, the, they've come on to the APP tour. So there will be the England Open will be on the APP tour. And I believe it's in July. So we're going to be actually overseas. You know, it's going to be one of the stops and they're super excited and they've been awesome to work with so far. And I'm just excited, you know, to bring the tour over there so they can really see what professional pickleball, what's going on in the United States is, you know, we're going to be able to bring that over to Europe as well. And I think that's going to be a really good launching point to, you know, hopefully make a actual European, you know, maybe next, maybe in 2022, maybe it'll be like the French open and the Spanish open or something like that, you know, but you know, this is how, like we talk about growing the game, you know, going in internationally is very important, you know, especially if we want to get the game to into the Olympics, because you need a certain number of countries with a certain number of players to even be eligible into get into the Olympics. So this is a very good launching point, you know, this, and another great step in the right direction. And, you know, they, Karen, they, they love pickleball so much and you can just feel that from them when you talk to them. And so we're just excited to partner with them and, you know, bring a great event over there for Europe to see. Well, that's so cool. I hope that we're all able to do that in 2021. Hopefully COVID doesn't hold us back during that timing that you have for that tournament. Yeah, you know, um, super excited to hear that, you know, a vaccine is might be just a couple of weeks away. And that's the only thing that's very hard, you know, right now is, you know, scheduling is you just never know when COVID's going to uptick and, you know, things got to get moved around. So it's going to be nice to hopefully in the near future, get some stability back, you know, and, you know, these events are going to happen and, you know, COVID's going to be hopefully a thing of the past. Alrighty. Well, let, let me just ask you a couple more things I like to end with. What pickleball paddle do you use and why? I have been using the Onyx Premier Paddle. For the longest time, I was a sponsored player by Prolite. And then, you know, I just felt like when I started my broadcast company, my production company, that, you know, I really didn't want to be tied to a brand because I wanted to be able to voice my opinion on any paddle or any company and not be have any type of loyal loyalty to anybody. And so like the first paddle I tried besides a Prolite was this Onyx Premier when it first came out and it has so much pop to it and and still has a pretty good feel, but I really enjoy how much pace I can I can generate with it. And that's the thing is like to me like you can always develop touch with a paddle but Sometimes, you know, paddles are that are softer, like you can't always generate as much power with it. So, and now every paddle that I try after this Onyx Premier, it doesn't have that much pop as the Onyx Premier paddle. So I'm just like, no, like on to the next. And, and especially at the higher levels is that, you know, you kind of need that extra 
that extra edge, you know, to a little bit extra edge to if you can generate just a little bit more pace where reaction times go down, just, you know, have to go up just a little bit faster. You know, maybe those are some, some points that you're winning that you may not necessarily, if you, you know, you can't generate as much pace. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've heard a lot of people talk really good things about that paddle. So, you know, you've got so much going on with pickleball and it sounds like you're just at the forefront of really promoting it. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, where's the best place for them to reach out? Right right now, like I'm, so my my production company was called out, was called No Smoke Productions. But since we've, I've started a team, we, I've put that to bed and I have a new production company that's just rolling out called Boxcar Productions. It's, it's relentless perseverance of excellence. That's what kind of what I stand for because my whole life, you know, I've never been really great at any, anything, you know, this talent wise with a lot of things and a lot of things that just been through perseverance and relentlessness. And, you know, that's kind of what we stand for. And so that, that Facebook page is just getting started. All my, I, I work in conjunction with the APP tour. So if you go to the, the, the APP, if you go on YouTube and you type in the APP tour, and then if, if that doesn't come out to the APP tour pickleball, if you search that, you'll be able to see my YouTube page in conjunction with the APP. So that's where I post the majority of my my content is on that YouTube page. And you'll see me posting from my personal Facebook page to a bunch of pickleball pages. Usually you know, the point of the day, I'll share that with you know as many groups as I can to you know just showcase a really cool point. So that's that's where you can find me for the most part. All right. Well, it was great to have you on the podcast today, Kyle. I mean, I, I love anybody who's trying to grow the sport like you. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We'll take care. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. I hope you liked today's show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to hear new episodes.